to Heart, Soul, and Roots podcast. My name is Tiffany Durr, and with me I have the beautiful and lovely... Hello everybody, welcome back. My name is Nicole Mazzucato, and as always, it's awesome to be here. Awesome to see you, Tiffany. Really, really pleased to be making another episode with you. I know, I'm so excited. Um, I just love doing these with you. It's always, we always have so much fun. And so today, before we got started, we were just chatting, and I was like, oh, Nicole... <laughs> I've tried this new personality thing. You've got to try it <laughs> because we are, I think maybe personality quiz junkies. I don't know. Is that fair to say, Nicole? I would say, yeah, I would say that's fair to say. We talk, I don't know if we've mentioned this previously on the podcast, but we, we've definitely talked about it in the past between us. And this is something that I have been interested in for, for, you know, many, 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 many years. And I think it ties in, you know, like Zodiac and what do you call it? Star signs and things. So I think for me, this, this kind of like searching in a sense, like very much started with, with that, like star signs and, and, really delving into my star sign and my birth sign and things like that but then when you get into like personality tests and stuff it's I don't know yeah I find it really interesting without kind of needing to maybe latch onto it do you know what I mean yeah yeah I find them very intriguing so there's there's one that I've definitely latched onto but the rest of them it's just been interesting and Mm. you know as far as like zodiac signs I'm a Taurus um, and the things I read about it are, yeah, 100%, but I've never like done a deep, deep dive into it or anything. So yeah. I always feel lost. I know some people are like, oh yeah, you're totally a Taurus and, you know, it can be like, and I'm blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. I have no idea what that means, but thanks. <laughs> I, I remember when I was, when, when I was in Australia and I was in my very early twenties and I was working in a bar and this uh, girl that was also working on the bar, she came up to me and she went, you're a Leo, aren't you? And I was like, what? We'd like hardly exchanged any words at all. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, I can just tell. And I was, my mind just kind of just blew in all kinds of different ways. Um, And that sent me on a real kind of a real journey looking into doing a deep dive into my own more than anyone, more than anyone else. I'm not the kind of person that can look at somebody and say, oh, you're a Libra or. I agree. I agree. So it starts kind of with zodiac signs and everybody kind of knows a little bit about those, right? They seem, I, I don't know. I even knew about them in rural Kansas. So I feel like most everybody knows about your zodiac signs. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's also, I always, I always find it interesting um, every Chinese new year mm-hmm. um, with the, the, the new, the moon new year. What is it? What's the right? right lunar, lunar, lunar. Thank you. The lunar new year. Yes. Um, I always find it really interesting to read about the years and the years like I was born and what that kind of, you know, means. And I think that's really interesting as well. Mm. Um, yeah. Have you ever, have you ever done a little look into your uh, Chinese sign? Yes. Yeah. A little bit. Yes. What, what, um, what's yours? I believe, oh, I'm a little rusty, but I think I'm a rooster. I think it's a rooster. I'm a pig, a little piggy. Oh, a pig. A pig. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yet, um, one of the girls is a rat, which they were really pissed about. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it was fun. I mean, like, I think this last year, um, I don't think it was water buffalo, whatever the year last year was, we are, there's water tiger, not water buffalo, right? We're in the year of the water tiger. Whenever, whenever we went through it last year, um, we sat down with the girls and talked about it and we all looked them up and we, it was fun. It was fun mm-hmm. to do all that. 
and yeah. to kind of be like, oh yeah, you do, you are a little bit like this. <laughs> this does resonate with you in this way. So yeah. today I told Nicole, I was like, I just tried this new one. It's called My Human Design. Um, my friend, Elizabeth Matsakis, she turned me on to it and she's like, oh, you've got to try it. You've got to, you know, my friend is doing these free readings. So go and figure out what yours is and sign up for it. So I did, I signed up for it and I did, I did it and I, I got my free reading. So it was really, really interesting. And, you know, it's really fun when you do these and you're like, whoa, they nailed it. And it's always incredible to me when they nail it with just my birth date and time. <laughs> <laughs> and where I was born like how how does that even work and I had Nicole do it it's really funny because Nicole we are the same right in energy the, the main category of energy we were the same yeah a manifesting generator so what it said for me and this took literally like two minutes two not even two minutes literally just the amount of time I didn't even have to put my email address in which I loved <laughs> um, so a manifesting generator is the type the multi-hyphenate multi-passionate people who are here to do and accomplish many diverse things yes yeah which which is when I first read that I was like oh it's kind of nice because there's been so many times in my life where people are like you have to pick one thing you can't do everything you have to pick <laughs> one thing and I'm like but I don't want to and I'm not going to now I see that that's just the way I am and that's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, I always thought I was like floaty, do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, no, it's fine. I can, it's, I can have lots of different interests. I, I find, I don't know about you, I found that even though I do like doing multiple things, I've never been very good at just, do, just having one job or just, you know, just doing my job and that's it. I'm always kind of studying something else or doing something else or I've got three or four jobs on the go at the same time or projects or something like that. Um, yes. But I do find that there are certain things that maybe I was more interested, like I was really passionate about cooking for a really long time. And now that's very much taken a back burner. Mm -hmm. So I find yeah. that kind of sort of, you know, swing in it, and out of things as well. Yeah, it flows. I was really into quilting for a while when my girls oh, really? were really little. Yes, quilting of all things. And I loved it. <laughs> Do you not put you down as somebody who sewed or knits? <laughs> yeah, well, my my mom is an amazing seamstress. Like, I could just, like, say, this is what I want, kind of give her an idea of a design. She can mesh, like, three different, you know, like, go and buy patterns of three different dresses, put them together and make the dress you want. She's amazing. She's wow. amazing. I did not inherit that. In fact, I hate sewing clothing because it always is, like, too short on one side, too long on the other side. <laughs> But quilting, I loved because you could kind of, I mean, while there was a pattern, I would choose things that were a little more loose. And, um, and sometimes I would just make my, make up my own pattern and just do my own thing. And that I liked being able to do. Very cool. So, oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Okay. Yes, yes. But that has since gone away. I haven't touched a sewing machine in years, except for trying to teach Chevy how to sew. Oh, and I sewed some masks when the pandemic first started. That's it. That's all I've done in years. Oh, very cool I didn't I did not know that about you um so tell me a bit more about this this my human design because I've got the profile here and I, I understand not all of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I went through it with um this, this gal Leslie she was awesome um and she does like um more in-depth things of course but a lot of it goes off of so it's kind of like um the way she explained it is it's it kind of like has 
Hinduism and astro uh, astrology and like all these different things kind of all wrapped up into one kind of science type of thing. Um, and so first is everybody has, you know, a, a, um, energy flow mm. and then, and then you kind of go down into like your profile and there's this, what I really found fascinating, fascinating with this profile. It was like, there is the profile of like how you see yourself and then how others view you which right. was, that was mind-blowing when we talked about that, because she was like, um, so I am a, a six and a two. So a six is considered the wise sage. You're somebody who is born with innate wisdom. And the path of sage is about not getting caught up in the external and coming back to your relationship with yourself, relying on the source of wisdom from within rather than giving power or validate power giving your power of validation to others. Others see you as a role model, role model, but you must see yourself in that way first. Don't push too much or focus on what other people are thinking and doing. And then two is how other people see me and they see me as a natural. So you come across as natural. Things seem to come to you easily, but it may be hard to describe to others how you do it. When you are in this zone, you don't like to be disturbed. And that is 100% true. Man, you disturb yeah. me when I'm in the zone and I am queen biatch. <laughs> um, you like to focus on depth and meaning when, um, and you do, let's see, sorry. You do that. And when you do that, you get aligned. So I just thought that that was really interesting. And it was really eye-opening for me because there's so many times in my life where I've been like, just freaking do it. I don't know. I did it. You can do it too. Yeah. And, uh, because there are some things, even though I'm dyslexic and there's some things that did definitely did not come naturally to me, you know, like reading, yeah. but there are things, other things that, um, do come naturally to me. And like, I just understand like, um, one, one thing that's a really prime example is knowing which oils to use for which pest. I don't know how I know. I just, I just know. And then I try it and it works. Like I, I don't, to me, it's like cooking with spices. You know how some people just intuitively know what yeah. spices to cook with. Yeah. That's how I feel in, in that one thing. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I get that quite a bit with oils as well. Sometimes I'll just whip an oil out and I don't really know why, you know, I don't know the science behind why I'm choosing that one. I just feel that that is appropriate for that moment. What is your favorite personality thing? Like, so what are they called? Personality, I, I suppose, test. I suppose test, really. Yeah. Um, I've, I don't know that I've ever done the Myers-Briggs one, which is probably the, the, the most famous one. Um, 16 personalities, I think, is something, is kind of based on that one. I've done that one a couple of times. Um, I did it many, many years ago and then, and then sort of shared it with a lot of people. And I really like that one. It takes a little bit more time consuming because you have to answer a whole bunch of questions, um, which can take a little bit of time. Um, but then it does generate a really nice kind of report and stuff. And, and it shows you all the different, the different categories and the different personality types. I think you've done it as well, haven't you? Yes, I have. Um, I went back through my email when I was looking for strength finders and I found where I had emailed you mine. Um, and we, and I think we ended up being the same, right? Yes, yeah, you're exactly the same. Yeah. I'm a mediator. Yeah, 
I've, yeah, I, I have, because I remember, I think I redid this and I came up with something slightly different. But yeah, I'm, I'm a mediator. Yeah. 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 Um, and I've given this to all sorts of people to, to do because it's free, completely free, 16personalities.com. Um, and I've used it with clients as well. I've given it to clients to do um, just for them to, you know, to get a deeper insight into themselves. And I think, like we said before, a bit like with the with astrology, you, you take what you like, you leave the rest. I don't think you need to, to be kind of defined by these things, but rather rather allow them to, in a sense, I think it's almost like helping you focus on your strengths and 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 guide you where you already where you already know you've got blind spots or weaknesses rather than this defines me this is who I am you know here here's my here's my cv this is who this is who I am I don't I don't think they're not really designed for that Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah what's your experience with them yeah so I know when I was younger I used to get really frustrated because I would kind of be like the center Mm. of all of them like I wouldn't be like a real defined I'd be like 50, 50 or yeah, 50, 50 or something like, um, cause there was this one that was popular when I was younger and it was like the colors you're like in a blue, um, with like, oh, gosh, I'm going to mess this up. I haven't, I haven't talked about this since like high school, but it was like blue was something like super caring and orange was fun loving and green was science. And I don't even remember maybe red, red was like a type A personality. If right. I remember right. And so I was always like a mesh of, I was not a, I was not red, (laughs) I was not red, but I was always a mesh up in between blue, orange, and green. And it wasn't like I was really that defined in any one category. And so I used to get frustrated with that. Um, And then when someone turned me out, when we did strengths finders, it's something that I've actually done the test two, maybe three times, which you're not supposed to, you're supposed to just do it once. (laughs) But you know, I'm a rebel like that. <laughs> and you I you know you change a little bit. You're not, you know, your strengths aren't supposed to change, but mine did. And now <laughs> I'm really happy with mine. So <laughs> I the first one I took and I I was I was at home sick and I wasn't feeling the best and I was nervous about being able to get through the questions in a timely manner, being dyslexic. And so I know that those results were not very accurate. Mm. And then I had a chance to take them again for free. I'm not sure. Oh, somebody gave me a code. And so I took them again. And those results just didn't, never felt quite right. Mm. And then doTERRA, we had to take them at doTERRA leadership. And I got them and, I, and they were very accurate. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is finally, you know, my true fit. Mm. But I was also... I remember walking around because we had them on like our little name badges, what mm-hmm. we were, you like took your, after you took it, you took your stickers and put your top five on there. And I remember being like, I'm super dark. I don't know what that means. They're all dark blue. <laughs> I'm a little bit of every color and positivity is my number one, which I had never, ever, ever felt like it was a strength. I've always seen it as a weakness mm-hmm. because you you're just little Miss Rosie Sunshine. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you can see the positive side of everything. And I had always kind of seen, and, and I've always felt naive because of that. Yeah. And I believe best in everybody in every situation. Mm-hmm. And I never 
ever thought of it as a strength until then. And it really took me some time to embrace it as a strength and really believe it was a strength. And it took lots of people telling me how much of an awesome strength it was. Honestly, that helped a lot too. So, so this this one, because when you look at the results, it is a little bit confusing because it's all, it almost looks like a strand of DNA with like all of these different colors in it. Um, yes. And yeah, so so it show it basically shows you what your top five strengths are, and the argument is that you need to focus on on strengthening those strengths rather than trying to turn weaknesses into strengths. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So if you think of the five points as a star, like the five points of a star. Mm-hmm. Um, if you only work on your weaknesses, then you just become a circle and not a superstar. But if you focus on your strengths and stay in your strengths, then you remain the superstar that you are instead of trying to manipulate, you know, because so much, so often in life, we really focus on our weaknesses and try to, um, you know, bring them up, you know, bring them up. No. What am I trying to say here? Try to change them. Try to make them not your weaknesses, right? Try to try to not have any weaknesses at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just not, that kind of turns you into a boring person. <laughs> <laughs> Superhuman. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah. So, and then the different colors, um, blue means relationship building strength. Um, purple is executing. Um, yellow is, yellow is, uh, what, what is the word? Influencer. Influencer. Thank you. And red is strategic. Oh, mine are different. I've got purple, orange, blue, and green. Oh, that's right. They've changed the colors. Um, Green is now, green used to be red. Green is strategic. Yeah. Yeah. I have zero executing in my top five. I I don't even have it in my top 10. (laughs) So I did, I got all 34 of mine rings. And so I know what I love about this is the best analogy, Eddie Villa gave this, what I think is the best analogy. When you are using your bottom strength, it's like you're trying to, let's say you're trying to nail a nail into a board. And when you're using your bottom strength, you're taking a ham sandwich and you're trying to nail it, that nail in with a ham sandwich. Mm-hmm. But when you use your top strength, then it's like you're actually using a hammer to mm-hmm. address the problem. And so when I am super disciplined because discipline is number 34 for me. Um, <laughs> if I really try to understand the context a lot more and I get super deliberative, then I am not playing in my strengths. I am in my lower half of my strengths and I am trying to do things with a ham sandwich instead of a hammer, mm. which I just love that analogy. So what are your, what are your top five, Nicole? So my top five, number one is learner. Number two is relater. I keep wanting to say realtor, but it's not. It's related. (laughs) (laughs) Number three is self-assurance. Number four is connectedness. And number five is activator. Oh, oh yeah. You're an activator also. So your fifth strength is how you do everything, which makes sense, especially with us both being that um, uh, generator, multi, what was it? The The energy type that we are. It makes sense. Because we see a good idea and we act on it. Manifesting so, generator. Yes, manifesting generator. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so your top strength is like your top strength. So you love to learn things, right? You love to learn more. You want to know all, you know, you want to dive in and really learn mm-hmm. about different things. Yeah. 
you're a relater, which means that you, what normally means is that you don't like just like a surface relationship. You like deep, meaningful conversation rather than small talk. Mm, yeah. Hence why we have a podcast. <laughs> yes. Okay, what was three? Um, number three is self-assurance or was connectedness. Okay, yep. Connectedness is, is um, the themes that have faith linked between all things. You just think that you know, everything kind of happens for a reason. And there's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And the last, the number five was activator. So you can make things happen by turning thoughts into action. You want to do things now rather than simply talk about them. Yeah. 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 It's interesting how number 34 is strategic. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. And number, so like, yeah, my all of my lowest ones: strategic, analytical, deliberative, <laughs> discipline. I oh know discipline. Discipline is twenty-four. Yeah, we are so practical. <laughs> this is why we don't have an agenda when we come to record our podcast. So we're just like, we'll just make it happen, and it's gonna it's gonna work. And it always does because it's probably because we're both activators. So we can yes. we just it just happens. We'd rather do rather than sit around and think about it yeah and I think it's interesting I would like to do this again now because this is what three years ago now coming up that I did this or two two or three years ago and I do feel like I've changed in a lot of ways since I did this the same way with the 16 personality one I did that many years ago and then I did it again um I think I redid it this year or last year and I got I was still in the diplomat so I was still green but I was, I, I'd become something different within the diplomat. Um, and I did it multiple times and it kept coming up with the same answer again. Um, okay. So yeah, I did, like I say, I don't think these things kind of define us for life. And as, and we, a lot, I've had this question a lot recently, like, can we really change? Yeah, of course, I think we, of course we can change you know we can absolutely make changes in our life in our way of thinking in our way of behaving in our way of doing things right um and and I, that all of those little changes and adjustments that we make will definitely have a bigger knock-on effect moving forward on the on the future us right i saw this thing on facebook if you to, if you're to go back in back in time into the past and change one tiny thing then that would set off a whole series of events that would mean today would be completely different. Everything about today would be completely different. So like looking at back to the future and, and things like that. But then nobody understands the power of making a tiny change today that's gonna to have a massive knock-on effect on, on your future. Yeah, that's really powerful to think about because it's so true, you know, that is, yes. Because we think, oh, it doesn't matter what I'm doing right now. Mm. But in fact, one different choice could completely change things. But then they also believe that had they done something different 20 years ago, that it would massively change what today looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't think about making those making those little differences now. Right. Um, but like I say, you know, the, I find these personality tests, they're fun, they're interesting, and, and they're a guide. But... I'd be really interested to do that one, you know, the the, the strengths the strengths finder again, and, and see if anything if anything has changed there. Um, yeah, I wonder if if um, this is just I have no idea. I don't know if there's any research into it. Pro probably not yet. 
but how much people have changed just through the pan, you know, having gone through a pandemic, mm. you know, how are, did personalities change more than they normally do in the past? Did, mm. you know, if you were to take that same quiz, if you were to do strength finders, did it change um, as you went through a highly stressful, unusual time? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think also, you know, having a massive career change or having a relationship breakup, I'm sure that will have a massive impact on, on who you are, how you do things, how you approach things as well. So mm -hmm. you will have adjustments in, in your character and in, in your personality. I think your soul essence doesn't change. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I guess your human design isn't going to change if you take it 20 years from now or take it today. <laughs> Probably not, because that's purely based on, on dates, and dates and times, isn't it? The same right. way that if you, if you were to do your birth chart, for example, that's always going to be the same because it's, it's all based on... It's all based on dates and times, whereas the personality and strengths finders is, is much more subjective, isn't it? Because it almost depends on how you're feeling on the day as to how you answer the questions and the results. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. So you've done them with the kids as well, These some of these things? I have done, so I did do the girls' when, so I'm an activator, so I got really excited about this, my human design thing. And I was like, well, what is the girls? And so I did both Carly's and Chevy's. And I would have done Zeke's, but I don't know what time he was born. <laughs> he didn't know what was born either. So <laughs> we'll have to look that up. But I did both the girls and um, it, was, it was fascinating. It really was fascinating. Um, some of the different things, um, one of the things in there says like how you, um, when you're not living in your purpose, this is how you react. And I was like, oh man, that nails it for one of my girls. That, that nailed it. And I am a little bit scared about how well that nailed it. And how do you think that helped, that awareness helps you as a parent? Oh, it just, it made me think, okay, well, when they express this, it's because they're not living in their purpose. Hmm. And so maybe I need to dive in, her and I need to dive in and figure out what that is and what really makes her heart sing hmm. and see how we can do more of that. Hmm. Instead of just being like, you need to control this yeah. emotion. Hmm. Instead be like, okay, well, you're in this emotion and we know what that means now. So what can we do to get you back in, in alignment with your purpose? You're such a good parent. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. I haven't even talked to her about it yet, but that's what my plan is. <laughs> but. I just love that you have that, that approach and, and that kind of softness and kindness and, and just awareness to say, let's, let's try this and, and let's honor that, the emotion that you're feeling at the moment and, and try something else and see if we can help you, help you get to a, a different place where you do feel like you're, you're in alignment with what feels right for you. Yeah. Yeah. So we will, we shall see how that goes. Maybe this can, uh, maybe there'll be less drumming in my house. <laughs> Currently, that's how we deal with our emotions. We drum it out. <laughs> that's awesome too. I love that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It works. It works. It works. It's amazingly well how well it works. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, emotions are energy and motion, right? So when we're feeling anger, frustration, sadness, and, and we're constantly being told, don't feel like that, it's inappropriate to express that at this time, don't laugh, don't cry, you know, don't be angry. I, I explain this often, often to my clients and to my students, you know, we're, we're basically being taught to walk around with a pressure cooker inside of us. 
you know, and this pressure cooker can explode at any time. So what happens, we get caught off guard later on in life because we're not dealing with these emotions. We've been taught to repress them. And so mm -hmm. we get caught off guard, right? And then one little thing will trigger us and we'll just go kind of, or just explode or just start, you know, hysterically crying at something that was just, you know, someone knocked my tea over or something like that. It's, this really kind of exaggerated experience because re response because it's all of this stuff that we're carrying in this pressure cooker around and we so we don't even know why that response is so intense right yeah but, so we need to release it and we're carrying that around in our body it's a physical sensation you know mm -hmm. there's, there's the feeling there's the thought feeling but then there's the physical sensation. And if we don't do anything with that, if we just kind of like, you know, hold on to it and squeeze on tight, where's that going? It's staying in our body and it's going to pop up later on. So if we then go out and do something, drum, run, swim, you know, kind of play sports, punch something, it helps to get that out of the body and it's actually really healthy to get it out to get it moving to give it space to move and release mm -hmm. yes I wholeheartedly agree um while you're saying that about the pressure have you have you watched the new Disney movie Encanto Canto? Encanto oh um, Tiffany I have to make a little a little confession here um, yes. I watched it about 12 times in two weeks oh okay so <laughs> let's talk <laughs> um, so have this song that that sister sings about um pressure. under the mm -hmm. pressure oh my gosh carly and i so carly is obsessed with is both of my girls love the movie but she's obsessed with the soundtrack and so i drive her to school now and on our drive to school she almost always were listening to those songs and one day we were listening to the pressure song and all of a sudden it like sunk in with all she was saying and I like started tearing up and Carly's like what are you doing and I'm like this song is so true I got obsessed with this film I literally got obsessed with this film I've watched it in English Spanish and Portuguese because I couldn't stop watching it I'd put it on to fall asleep to it at night I was just every spare minute I had I was just just really needed to watch this film it was really weird and it's really there was something about it that was just really talking to me and I, I always every time I watched it it got to the end where they and like spoiler alert here for anybody that yes. hasn't seen it so just block your ears for a second gets to the end where they put the door handle in her hand and I just I can't control myself I just start crying that bit for me you know it's about her journey of seeing her seeing who she really is and appreciating who she really is and that she doesn't she is the gift she doesn't need a gift to be a gift and it, yes. it, I was like that's me it's all about me that's me but how many people can resonate with that story and I was like look she even looks like me we have to say yeah. that <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I think it's so amazing because so many people can relate to different characters in the story and I think that's what's been so brilliant about this particular film is that it has been so it's so people people focused and, and the role you play in your family right and family trauma inherited trauma and and how that plays out in the in the kind of the follow-on generations and stuff um, yes. And I think so many people can relate because it's not about, you know, I don't know, 
it, it's more it's more realistic in a sense even though there's something fantastical magical about them at the end of the day we all have gifts and how many people have grown up thinking oh you know my sister's amazing my brother's a superstar um and who am I what have I got to what have I got to offer and it, I'll, I'll admit you imagine if your sibling was Isabella <laughs> I know <laughs> I know yeah I mean and there are people out there aren't there but then even then you see in her song that she's mm -hmm. fed up of being having to be this perfect little princess the whole time it's not you know in her song she talks about there's so much that hide, hides behind my smile mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's incredible it's such mm. a good movie and you know honestly this totally full circles right back to playing on your strengths right yeah. It's like you said, we all have gifts. Those, those strengths you have are your gifts. And instead of trying to hide them or change them or whatever, or, or, or focusing on your lower strengths and trying to bring them up, mm. it's more important to just really live into who you are, live mm. into your strengths. And um, that's, that's kind of what the whole movie is about. Yes, it is. It is. How many times have you seen it? So I've only I'm, I've only seen it twice, but I've listened to the soundtrack so many times because <laughs> I know all the words to "We Don't Talk About Bruno" and "Under the Pressure" or is that, is that the, is it "Under the Pressure"? I can't remember what it's called. What the name of the song is? I don't know what it, I think it's called. Under Under Pressure. Under Pressure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's 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 a it is a very a very magical very magical movie and I watched Frozen after I watched it and I was like mm, doesn't because I remember when I watched Frozen the first time and I was like oh wow yeah this this kind of speaks a lot but then I watched Frozen after I'd been on my kind of Encanto um, obsession ride and I was like yeah no this, this just isn't doing it for me it's not speaking to me in the same way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes well I have two little girls so Frozen. Frozen was magical because it was right when they were little and mm. she was in the hospital at one time and we watched it mm. for 24 hours straight. We just kept <laughs> laying in a hospital bed watching Frozen. So <laughs> on repeat. On repeat. Yep. As soon as it's over, she'd be like, I can. And I'd be like, whatever you want, sweetheart. Here we go. We <laughs> and Frozen. We got some, we got some deep ties. <laughs> I've gone through phases where I love it and I hate it. <laughs> That's the thing about Disney, isn't it? Like kids just obsessed with it and parents are like, I just can't, I can't. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, what, what for you was the Disney film of your childhood? I loved The Little Mermaid. Mm. I had the, the cassette tape of the music to it and I knew all the songs and... I love The Little Mermaid. I know that it, I know it's probably fourth or fifth grade. So I wasn't like super young, but we didn't watch a lot of movies when I was young. You know, when I was young, young, um, my parents were poor. We didn't, we didn't do that stuff. Um, and so, yeah, we didn't, we did not do that stuff when I was little, little. Mm. I, it was a big deal. Like we went to a movie every now and then, but it, I shouldn't say that we are poor. My parents did awesome for where they came from and what they've done. My parents are amazing, but <laughs> we did not spend in that, that way. And so The Little Mermaid was a big deal to me. I love The Little Mermaid. What's yours? Uh, I remember going to see The Little Mermaid at the cinema when I was, I must've been about six or something. 
I don't know. I remember queuing up outside the cinema to go and see it, I think with my grandpa or my grandma or something like that. And um, yeah, I really, I really loved it. The one that very much comes to mind for me is The Lion King, but I don't know if I was a little bit older when that came out. I can't remember. But yeah, The Lion King and The Little Mermaid. Oh, it was such a good one. We sang all the songs in, um, I was in a music group in junior high and we sang all of those songs and I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Disney just is good. They just, they know what they're doing. They know their target and they, they nail it. Yes, they do. They do. <laughs> the, the three, the three things that we've talked about today. Oh, I would like to mention there is a great book. Um, it's called The Life You Were Born to Live by a guy called Dan Millman. He's also the author of an amazing book called The Way of the Peaceful Warrior, um, which is just brilliant. And The Life You're Born to Live is based on numerology. It's a wonderful, wonderful book, and it, it's very much in line with a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about today. So it's based, it's based on, your, on your birthday as well. Um, and I've also found that really, really good for insight and guidance. So that would be another place to look for reference. But some of the other things that we've talked about today, 16personalities.com, uh, what was it, myhumandesign.com? Yep, my human design, and then um, uh, Clifton Strengths Finder. Yes, and the website is Gallup, I think. Yes, Gallup. Thank you. I was like, it's not. Yes, it's Gallup. Yeah, Gallup.com for the for the Clifton Strengths Finder. Um, yeah, awesome. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, well, I guess that's it for today. This was really fun. I love talking about this stuff. We both. We both nerd out on it and that's awesome. And it's really funny how aligned we are. Like, it's just, it's amazing to me how aligned we are on so many things. Yeah, we keep coming up with, with similar results in all of these different, in all of these different things, which must be why we, why we were attracted to each other. Yes, yes. So, okay, well, make sure you go and check out, check out some of these. Um, we'll put all the resources in the show notes. Um, so I guess we're ready to, oh, and if you enjoyed this and you're listening all the way to the end, I hope that you've enjoyed this. Please write a review for us, share us and like us, um, share us with your friends and family. We would love to um, continue to talk to more and more people. Indeed, we would. Indeed. So we'll see you in a couple of weeks, everyone. Take care and thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.